Come on, let's celebrate the King of Kings. Let's be on our feet. And as we sing a praise, we shout a praise to the Most High God. Amen. Oh, church, come on. Come on, come on. Let's lift up a praise. Let's lift up a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You can resume your seat in this presence. Amen. 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 This place, it is so charged. I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit here. Amen. Can someone feel the presence of the Holy Spirit here? Yeah, today, this place, the Holy Spirit is about to move in our midst. Amen. And we thank God for what he is doing here at Harbor City Church. Every time that I'm here, I see new faces. And that is a good sign because it is a sign that God is working here. Amen. It is a sign that God is always adding to your numbers daily. And we give him all the praise and we give him all the glory. Amen. Our God is such a good God. Our God is such a good God. Two weeks ago, I think I was here at Harbor City Church. And I think on Sunday, Feyenoord werd kampioen. Er is één Feyenoord hier volgens mij. Ja, but me, I'm from Amsterdam. So ik ben een Ajax Dus ik was niet helemaal blij. Ik was niet helemaal blij. But my joy is, mijn vreugde is dat elke dag ik dien de kampioen der kampioenen. Ik dien de kampioen der kampioenen. En dat is Jezus Christus. Dat is Jezus Christus. Oh, if you celebrate him, celebrate him well. Celebrate him well. Um, what is the theme of this month? Ascension. What is the theme of this month? Ascension. Ascension and you're sitting down. That's interesting. That's interesting. But if you sit down, it's okay because you're seated in heavenly places. Amen. So you can resume your seat. Amen. Amen. So the theme of this month, it is Ascension. And Ascension in the Netherlands, it is the Hemofart. Hemelvaart. En hemelvaart, het is niet gewoon een verhaal. Een mooi verhaal. Oh, Jezus ging naar de hemel. It is your story, amen. And it has impact on your life. It has impact on your life. So here at City Church, every month we have a theme of the month. I say this always. And you should do well to really focus on this theme. You should do well to really pray and fast on it. Because God has something in store for you. Something that will quicken your Christian life. Something that will give you a new strength. Amen. So before we begin with the sermon, let us bow down our heads in prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you this afternoon. We thank you for all the people here present. We thank you that you chose us to be in Christ Jesus, even before the foundations of the world. That you are so busy with us, that you are so concerned with us, that you love us so much, that even you died for us so that we might have life and have it abundantly in you, O Christ Jesus. Father, it is our prayer that any heart, O Lord, that is hardened, Lord Father, that it will be softened and that it will be willing to receive from you. Lord Father, anything that you are willing to give, our hearts are open to receive from you and to receive you in your fullness, O God. Father, speak, continue to speak to our understanding. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, that anything that we hear, that it will fall on fertile ground so that we will bear the fruit of the Spirit, which is the love that is found in one person named Jesus Christ. We thank you and we praise you. Someone shout a believing amen. amen. Someone shout a believing amen. 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 So the theme of the month is the ascension. And the ascension, ascension is, has all to do with elevation. It has all to do with exaltation. It has all to do with promotion. If you shouted amen, your promotion is coming. Amen. It has all to do with going to the next level. 
the definition of ascension is that you're going to a higher level, the next level. In the Netherlands, when you translate hemophar, it is also the opklimming. It betekent je klimt omhoog. It betekent je springt omhoog. It betekent dat je inderdaad naar een nieuw niveau gaat. Amen. So ascension, when we're looking at ascension, we're looking at the ascension of Jesus Christ, but we're also looking at our ascension in him and our ascension with him. Amen. Good, good, good. Um, I want us to read Luke chapter 24, verse 50 till 53. If one of the readers could read. Luke chapter 24, verse 50 till 53. Luke chapter 24, verse 50 until 53. From the TPT, please, sorry. I read in Jesus' name from the TPT version. Jesus led his disciples out to Bethany. He lifted his hands over them and blessed them in his love. While he was still speaking words of love and blessing, Ooh. he floated off the ground into the sky, ascending into heaven before their very eyes. And Ooh. all they could do was worship him. Ooh. Overwhelmed and ecstatic with joy, they made their way back to Jerusalem. Every day they went to the temple to praise and worship God. Amen. 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 And there's a few things I want us to look at even in this short passage. And that is... He ascended into heaven before their very eyes. Amen? Amen. Jesus ascending into heaven before their very eyes means that they saw Jesus ascending. It wasn't that Jesus just disappeared. Because if you follow the story, this happened 40 days after the resurrection. And when Jesus Christ, he resurrected, he had a resurrection body, a glorified body. And when he had that body, he could just disappear anyhow. One minute he's in Amsterdam, next minute he's in harbor. So if he wanted to, he could have just ascended without them seeing. But there is a significance to it. There is a significance to it. And the significance is that it was a public display of his exaltation. Amen. And I believe that as you have already been glorified, as you have resurrected with him, we are all publicly going to receive a new glory in Christ Jesus. You didn't shout amen to that. Amen. It will be public. Glory. Glory that is um, excellence. Glory is excellence. It is the weightiness of God. It is the beauty of his splendor. That is what glory is. So if he's shown every, all the disciples that indeed he ascended into the heavens, it was a public display of glory. And as we are ascended with him, our ascension, it is to be glorified and it will be seen by everyone. Everyone should be able to see that indeed there is a new glory on your life. Even as I'm Amen. looking among this room, Amen. there is so much glory on your face. And it is the thing that we shouldn't keep it here. We don't keep it here just for ourselves to appreciate that glory. No, we go out so that the glory of our Lord is revealed in us who are his church. Amen. And an interesting thing as well is from the... Verse 52, and all they could do was worship him. Overwhelmed and ecstatic with joy, they made their way back to Jerusalem. And this is interesting because Jesus walked with them. These were Jesus' guys, rather so bros. So in the Gospels, when Jesus uh, was on earth and he was do going about and he was doing good, these were his disciples. This were the men who he liep. And he ging weg, of nou ja, he ging in the hemel. Maar in plaats van dat ze verdrietig waren op dat moment van, oh, our guy is, le is leaving us, our master is leaving us, our best friend is leaving us, they were overwhelmed with joy. 
They were overwhelmed with joy. That goes to show that his ascension is a good thing. Because if it wasn't, they wouldn't worship him. They wouldn't have joy. They wouldn't be happy. They wouldn't continue to praise him every day. So the ascension of Jesus Christ, it is of significance in our lives that indeed he has gone into heaven, but he has taken us with him. That is the reason for our joy. He has taken us into that new glory. Amen? That's good. That's good. We go on to the next. And that is that Christ is ascension. We're going to look at a few verses. It's also our ascension. Wij zijn ook naar de hemel gegaan. Amen. Sommige mensen in religion, they're so busy met, oh, je moet dit en dat doen, want dan ga je naar de hemel. Ja, we hebben mensen daar bang mee gemaakt, voor jarenlang. Op de basisschool, oh, als je dit niet doet, dan ga je niet naar de hemel, hè. Oh, als je snoep stilt van de kruidvat, dan ga je niet naar de hemel. Oh, als je... Vlees tot uit soep van mama. Dan ga je niet naar de hemel. Dit en dat. But no, the only way to the Father. The only way to the Father, it is through Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says that he is the way. He is the truth and he is the... He is the way, he is the truth and he is the life. He is the life. And we are already citizens of heaven. The Bible said, calls us citizens of heaven. So just because of the fact that we are seated here and we can see each other physically, in spirit we are with Christ Jesus and we are seated in heavenly places. So just that you know some of the verses where we can find these things. is very good. To repeat things in church is very good because amen, amen. many of us, we have repeated bad things to ourselves for years. We have told ourselves that we are ugly. We have told ourselves that we are worth nothing. We, are t- we have told ourselves that no one can love us. We have been repeating these things time after time again. So when you come to church, when we come to the truth, we have to repeat the truth as well. We have to repeat the truth as well and tell you that you are loved. Tell you that you are loved. Tell you that you are holy. Tell you that you are righteous. Tell you that you are seated far above in heavenly places. Dus als ik moet herhalen vandaag, please don't take any offense, don't take any issue. It is good. So that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Amen. Sometimes you might tell someone one, a thing once and a thing doesn't stick. But then what our mission is, is to keep repeating it so that you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. That when you look in the mirror and you see yourself, you say that, yes, I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. You say that, yes, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So for that reason, let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. I read from the New King James. New King James Version. I read from the New King James Version in Mm. Jesus' name. And raised us up together Mm. and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I will also read from the TPT and it says, He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Amen. So as Christians, it is very important to know that we are spiritual beings. That we have a physical body, but we have a soul and we have a spirit. And in the spirit, we are one with Jesus Christ. So though we are standing here, though you are seated here, we are in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. In places of power, in places of honor, in places of authority, in places of light. In places where there's no sickness, where there's no evil, where there's no death, but only life. Amen. That is where we are seated. And this ascension, it is going to happen as well when Jesus comes back. When Jesus comes back and he 
takes us with him to go into the heavens. Amen. But it has already happened as well. So there is an happened ascension. That is that we are already co-seated with Christ Jesus. There is an ongoing ascension. That is that indeed we are going to grow into the knowledge that we are seated far above powers, seated far above principalities. And there's also the ascension that is about to happen. That is the ascension when the, with the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Is there someone that believes that Jesus is coming yes. to pick us up? Then let's celebrate him. Amen. So a few verses that back that up is uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. If our brother Stanley Bully can read. The bully of demons. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. I read mm. in Jesus' name from the New King James Version. Mm. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with mm. the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Amen. Amen. So we will rise with him. We will rise with him. And also John chapter 14, verse 2, verse 1 till 3. John chapter 14, verses 1 up until 3. John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. I read in Jesus' mm. name. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Mm. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would, not have, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. Amen. Amen. How good is it to know that Jesus is preparing a place in heaven for us right now? How good is that to know? How sweet is that? How sweet is that? He's making the bedroom nice. It has air conditioning. It has great view. It has, for me, maybe PlayStation or football I can watch. Jesus is preparing a place for you because you are his. You are his. And he just wants to be with us. So he came, he came and he was with us. And we beheld his glory. Amen. Amen. We beheld his glory. But he didn't stay there. He didn't leave his glory for us just to see it on earth. But we are also seated with him in heavenly places. Amen. And it gives us assurance as Christians that we know where our future lies. That we know where the next... Well, it's not really the next life because it's already now life. We are already seated with him. We already have eternal life. So it is not even the next life. It is just a different form of life where we also receive our resurrection bodies. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, hallelujah. My voice is a bit, it's a bit shaky. The devil is trying to silence me, but I will not be silenced. I will not be silenced. Amen. Amen. Christ Jesus, he received glory and honor and authority that had not been his before as the God-man. And for that, the significance of that is that when Jesus, when he ascended into heaven, he ascended as a man because they saw him. If they saw him, it means that Jesus, he was God and man at the same time. But that is the duality of Jesus Christ, that he is God and that he is man at the same time. Why, when Jesus ascended, he could have also gotten rid of his, of, his man, of his human nature. He could have gotten rid of it. After he resurrected, after he had completed his job, he could have just gone as God and vanished, just as I said before, but he didn't. He went into the heavens as a man because they could see him. And the significance is that Jesus Christ, he didn't get rid of his humanity. Why? Because he took all of humanity with himself. He took all of humanity with himself. Everyone here that is seated, his, the sign that he is going as the God-man, 
The very fact that he is going into the heavens as the God man, it is the sign that he's not leaving you. It is the sign that he is still with us. It is the sign that his purpose, that is to be in us, that he accomplishes that by taking us together with him. John chapter 1, it says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And in the verse 14, we come to understand that the word became flesh. So this is what happened. God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, before the beginning of time, they were there in unity. They were there in perfect love. But in their love, they created human beings, right? They created human beings, and we fell short of their glory because of one man's sin. One man's sin which brought death and which brought evil into the world. But for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen? So Jesus, who was, they created the heavens and the earth anyway, so he even exists outside of heaven. He left that place of glory. He left that place of power. He left that place of his kingship. And he came as a man. He was born through the womb of Mary. So let's say if this is the, that place in heaven, that place of glory, that place of power, that place of love where there's no evil, there's no sickness, there's no death. Jesus left that place. Let's say that this is that place. And he came on earth. The word became flesh. And he came and he dwelt amongst us. So he was amongst us as a man. And he was subject to being vulnerable. If, 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 if we had papers back then, Jesus could get paper cut. God could get a paper cut and God could bleed. God was hungry. God was thirsty at times. That is what happened. God left his place and came to be with us so that he could identify with our struggles. So that he could identify with our weaknesses. So that in, we wouldn't feel alone with the things that we go through as Christians daily. But that he could feel it as well. And that he could show us the way. Amen. Because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. So what happened as he was on earth and as he accomplished all that he did, he accomplished all that he did. He healed the sick. He gave sight to the blind. He gave life. All that he did was to give life in places of death. All that he did was to bring light in places of darkness. And after he accomplished the greatest of all, that is that he endured the cross for us. That he, that he endured the cross for us, all our sins, all our shame, all our debt, he endured it for us and he paid the price. After he paid the price, he was, he was crucified, he was buried, but the good thing is that we were crucified with him. The good thing is that our old nature, the old man died with him and was crucified and was buried. So that we, you let the buried, you st let it stay there, amen? The old man, it was buried, but he resurrected on the third day. He resurrected on the third day. That is something to celebrate, guys. That is something to celebrate. That on the third day, he resurrected. He resurrected because even in the grave, Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says that death couldn't hold him captive. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is what happened next. What happened next is that as Jesus was with us, as Jesus was with, with us, when he ascended, thank you, thank you so much. As he ascended, he took all of us with him. All of us went with him into the heavens. So if you are a Christian, come on stage. Come on stage. All of us, the entire church, you can come up. Because he took all of us with him. Amen. I want to see everyone here. I will not go on until the entire church is on stage. Let us shout hallelujah to the most high God. Let us shout hallelujah to the most high God. Church, all of us, because it is available for all of us. We are seated in heavenly places. 
We are seated in heavenly places. We are no longer where we used to be. It is because of what Jesus Christ has done. Amen. So for 10 seconds, if we can, let us shout a noise to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. Amen. 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 Yes, let's, now we can go back and as we continue to celebrate Jesus. But we are going back into the road to preach the gospel and to... Amen. Hey. Hallelujah. So this is what happened. So that is also what we are doing today. Saved Crusade. At 7 o'clock we are in The Hague. And we are going into the road to preach the good news to them that yeah. Jesus Christ that he is alive and that he is alive and that he is still in the business of reconciling the world back to him amen amen hallelujah hallelujah amen so Christ now he's seated at the right hand of God. And for that, let's look at something in the Old Testament, something that was prophesied. We can find it in Psalms chapter 110, verse 1. Psalms 110, verse 1. I read in Jesus' name. The Lord said to my Lord, hmm. sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Amen. Amen. And one beautiful thing about Jesus Christ is that these things, they were all prophesied. So Thousands, hundreds of years ago, these things, they could find it in the Old Testament. That was all that they were using back then. And they didn't really know what it was about. They didn't really know. The Lord said to my Lord, um, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Back then, they only knew that God is one. They didn't even really grasp that God is three in person, being God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So when... Uh, David said that the Lord said to my Lord, it is talking about God said to Jesus Christ that indeed sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Amen. And we see the fulfillment of this in Jesus Christ. We see the fulfillment of this in Jesus Christ. To look at that, let's look at Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. I read in Jesus' name. Amen. God... Who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. Mm. Has, in these, has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Whom he has appointed heir of all things. Through whom also he made the worlds. Who being the brightest, brightness of his glory and the, the express image of his person. And upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Amen. 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 So we see indeed here that 
who sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, who sat at the right hand of the Father. Amen. And what have we learned? I listened back to the sermons, presiding out the empire, he was um, teaching you guys that the right hand of the Father, it is a place of power. It is a place of authority. It is signifying that Jesus now, he is the executive officer who is executing on behalf of the monarch. Amen. That he is executing on behalf of the kingdom of God. That he is the man in charge. He is the man who commands. So he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And this was the promise from the old. This was the promise from the old, but also from our anchor verse, we come to understand that the mystery of godliness is revealed in Christ Jesus. So let's shortly read. I'll read First Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen, and it says, "And without controversy, great, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory." Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah, Church. Amen. So Jesus now seated at the right hand of the Father, and we are seated together with him in places of power, in places of honor, in places of authority, Amen. and in places of glory. Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. So the hope of glory, that is that Christ Jesus is in us. And that was the mystery that God, God's main agenda is that he would live in you. And I have it echt over you, that he would live in your heart and that you would be one with him. And that is the mystery of godliness, which was a mystery then, but is revealed now in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the beautiful thing is that as Jesus Christ is seated there, it is not that he is just chilling. It is not that he's there, he's inactive. He's just sat there, oh, I've done my work. Um, he's received all the glory and that's it. No, he is still very much so concerned so concerned about, not concerned about you, he is so busy with you. Let me put it that way. He loves you so much that even in heaven, even at that place, at the right hand side of the Father, he is continuously interceding for us. Let's look at a few verses and what it tells us there. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16, I read in Jesus' name. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, mm. the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Mm. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. 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 So Jesus is continuously, the Halotide, he's giving us grace and he's giving us mercy, even as he is seated at the right hand of the Father. He's our high priest. He's the one that gives us access to God. Amen. Let's read Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23 till 28 from the TPT. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23 to 28, I read from the TPT version in Jesus' name. As additional proof, we know there were many priests under the old system, for they eventually died and their office had to be filled by another. But Jesus permanently holds his priestly office, since he lives forever and will never have a successor. Mm. So he is able to save fully from now throughout eternity. Everyone who comes to God through him because he lives to pray continually for them. Pause there, please. Thank you. Be 
Thank you. Let's celebrate Brother Stanley. Let's celebrate Brother Billy. God richly bless you. So the 25, it says, so he's able to say fully from now throughout eternity. That is that this very moment he's still doing it. Everyone who comes to God through him because he lives to pray continually for them. Jesus is at this very moment, he is praying for us. He's always wanting us to fully enjoy all the salvation that is in Christ Jesus. He is so busy with you. He wants you to enjoy all the spiritual blessings that he has for you. Because all blessings, he has already given it to you. But sometimes he looks at us and he thinks, oh, if only he knew the true power that is readily available for him. If only he knew that there is no darkness anymore for them, but there is only light because I am the light of the world. If only he knew that this person is the righteousness of God in me. Sometimes when we make a mistake, we become so conscious of our sin. We become so conscious of our mistakes, not knowing that therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen? So all that Jesus wants is that every gift, every blessing that he has already given you, that you enjoy it and that you use it, that the talents and the gifts and the Holy Spirit which he has given us, that indeed we make use of it, that we are full of joy. Because joy abounds. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy has come in the morning. The acceptable year of the Lord is here because the spirit of the Lord was upon Jesus Christ. Amen. Meaning that weeping, it is not our portion anymore. Meaning that we have joy every day. Why? Because he is our savior. Amen. Because he has saved us and redeemed us from any sin, from any guilt, from any shame, from any pain, from any disease, from any sickness. Because by his stripes we have been, by his stripes we have been healed. So he has already done it. He just wants us to enjoy it. That is why even as he is seated at the right hand side of the Father, he is still praying for us. Amen. Same thing we can find in Romans chapter 8 verse 34 and 35. Romans chapter 8 verse 34 and 35. I read in Jesus' name from the TPT version. Mm. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one. For he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he's continually praying for, for our triumph? Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards mm. us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. Mm. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder om omnipotent love. Amen. 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 Believers, if you didn't hear anything this afternoon, just know that nothing is able to separate you from the love of God. Just know that no mistake, that not, nothing that you can think of, even yourself, even if you would try to separate yourself from the love of God, you can't. Because why? We have been enfolded into the love of God. Amen. We are one with him. Nothing is able to separate us from it. So that is why you should always have the confidence, that you should always have the assurance that no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what circumstance, that Jesus Christ, he loves you. And that he will continue to love you. That he has loved you from eternity past. That he has loved you up until this day. And that he will love you even eternity in the future. From eternity to eternity, Jesus Christ loves you. And indeed, like my brother, let's celebrate him on that. Let's celebrate him on that. 
Because why? When Jesus loves, he gives. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And when God gives, God, who is the God of the universe, who has everything in his own hands, who is the creator of all things, if he gives and if he gives life, that is the life that we need. That is the life by which we go by. That is the life and the love by which we, we cannot do without it. We cannot do without it. And when you read the verse 34, it says that, he is continually praying for our triumph. Jesus is praying for you to triumph. Jesus wil je goed zien. Jesus wil zien dat je aan het overwinnen bent. Jesus Christ, he is the winner man. And because we are with him, we are also the winner children. Amen. So we are the winner brothers and sisters because he is the winner man. He triumphs for our triumph. He triumphed for our triumph. That is why he's now seated at the right hand of the Father, so involved with us, always still thinking about us, always with us, and he left us the Holy Spirit. Amen? And as I'm rounding up this message, we're going to look at something in Acts chapter 2, verse 33. Acts chapter 2, verse 33. I read in Jesus' name. Then God exalted him to his right hand upon the throne of the highest honor. And the Father gave him the authority to send the promised Holy Spirit, which is being poured out upon us today. This is what you're seeing and hearing. Amen. Amen. I will also pick it up from the New King James Version, which says, Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God. This is referring to the ascension of Jesus Christ, where he's now seated at the right hand of God. And having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. Amen? So the Holy Spirit was poured out after the ascension of Jesus Christ. Jesus needed to ascend for him to pour out the Holy Spirit on us. And this is the thing that was looked at in the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit, he wasn't in believers. He wasn't in the Israelites. He was, he, sometimes he came upon them. And when you read the stories, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, it was like, I don't know if some of you guys have watched Dragon Ball Z. It was as if they were super saints. They were supercharged when the Holy Spirit came upon them. And when he would come upon them, he would not stay there back in the Old Testament because man couldn't contain God. Man was, is only able to contain God when Jesus died for our sins and when he cleansed us from any pain from any guilt and from any condemnation that we yes. had because of our own doing. Amen. So in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit, he came upon them and then he would leave them. And when he was upon them, the Holy Spirit upon them, they were so powerful to do greater works. Amen. But glory be to God that now, someone say, but now, but now. someone say, but now. but now, that the Holy Spirit has been given to us and he lives on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of us always because he has been given as a seal for our salvation he has been given as the promise that jesus says that when i would leave you i wouldn't leave you guys orphans ik laat jullie geen wezen ik mijn heilige geest die hetzelfde is als ik die jullie helper is die jullie advocaat is die zal met jullie zijn altijd amen en met de kracht van de heilige geest zijn we in staat om grotere dingen te doen we, are, we can even do greater works than Jesus Christ, he himself did. Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he, did so, he performed so many miracles. But the greatest miracle is from a person to go from temporal life into eternal life. Amen. So when we go out, oh yes, let's celebrate. <clears throat>
So when we go out and we tell people that indeed God, is, God loves you, God forgives you of your sin in Christ Jesus, come to God. God is not a God who is keen to punish you. He is a God that is willing to take the punishment upon himself so that you might have life, so that you might have freedom, so that you no longer are... are so that you're no longer in bondage, amen? That is the message of God right now. And these are the works that we are called to do as a church. Because we are now free, let's go and free other people as well. So the Holy Spirit, he comes with the fruit, he comes with the gifts. And I believe that this afternoon, that we are all receiving gifts of the Holy Spirit. That we are all receiving gifts of the Holy Spirit. As long as you have faith. As long as you have faith that God has more in store for you. Let's be on our feet.